Welcome to the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by Kenny White Sports and the Power Ratings at KennyWhiteSports.com. Yes, the Wizard of Odds is on the show again with us this week, folks. And Kenny, we just love having you on. Hope you're feeling better and uh, going to get better because um, you are. <laughs> this is an important time of year for you, isn't it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to 2022 right now, Bob. Uh, but thank you uh, for the well wishes. It's uh, been well, 11 days since I tested positive for COVID and still, uh, you know, I don't really feel like I'm on a symptoms, but just tired and achy and worn out for some reason. But, well, uh, you know, work. I'm working my way through it, though, every day. I'm, I'm working every day. And All right, man. Everything. I guess I guess this couldn't have come at a better time, though. I think if it would have come, uh, you know, with a full-fledged college basketball schedule and a lot of sports were going, but it seems so many things are canceled right now. It's kind of given me a little bit of a break to be able to keep up with everything. Right, yeah, that and that is a good thing. So let's jump right into it. College football playoffs. Uh, let's talk about what is happening this weekend. And, and by the way, i got to start off with the Cotton Bowl gets to host a, a, a playoff game. I. I, I really didn't understand that. Alabama and Cincinnati, and I'm going to tell you, Kenny, I don't think Cincinnati has a snowball's chance, as Mike Michael says, in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets hot for a, snow, for a snowball. Yeah, in Arizona is pretty tough. We, we're going to get snow here in the desert, though, tomorrow, so a snowball would have a chance here. Um, uh, you know, Cincinnati, uh, Luke Fickle has done a tremendous job with the program. Uh, he's upgraded the recruiting to a point where they're number one in the American athletic. Uh, that You know, you have you remember UCF, Central Florida, right. had some amazing years, and they were the top recruiting team in the conference. And Luke Fickle took that over, and he, he started recruiting at a higher level. Um, but, but obviously, his recruits are not at the same level as Alabama. Right. Um, so th- this game is all going to be about matchups. Uh, Cincinnati's pass defense is maybe one of the best in the country that Alabama's seen this year. So it's going to be Bryce Young's biggest challenge. Uh, he's without his best receiver, John Menchie. Uh, so the rec- receiving core is kind of inexperienced for Alabama against a top-notch pass defense. If there's a angle in the game that Cincinnati has a shot, that's it. And if you remember back as well, um, when Alabama was winning some national championships, uh, people were saying the one thing Alabama struggles with is an athletic quarterback. Right. A guy that can get through the pocket and gain some yards up with his legs and his arms. Uh, and they always had. Well, I don't know if that's changed much. It's going to be up to, you know, this young kid Ritter for Cincinnati. If he's able to use his legs and move the football. And that Cincinnati pass defense is enough to keep this team in the game. I, I think they can stay in the game. I really do. I think the matchup uh, sets up nicely for them. But then again, it's Alabama, and it wouldn't surprise me if it was a close game for three quarters. And then all of a sudden, we're looking up at Alabama's up 17 to 21 points. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm banking on. I'm still thinking that Alabama's going to win it all. All right. Then the Orange Bowl later on that night on New Year's Eve. Uh the semifinal between Michigan and Georgia. Marquee matchup. And Kenny, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been saying it all year long. I know everybody's on Michigan, but it's SEC, baby. And it's Georgia. And they are tough. Their defense is tough. And Michigan's going to get hit, too. I know Michigan's defense hits, but Georgia's going to smack them back. 
Yeah, they're they're definitely going to be a it's going to it's going to be a great battle uh, in the trenches. Both teams have great offensive lines, a great defensive line. So, um, you know, Georgia's a team that I felt I had vastly underrated to begin the year. And I thought that from day one, and I raised their rating very quickly as the season went on. Um, but I, I, I think I definitely over-adjusted their rating and raised it too far because they didn't play anybody. They've only had a couple of tough games this year. They played Clemson the first game of the year where they scored three points offensively, and then they played Alabama late in the season, and they just got destroyed. They weren't right. even close. Right. So what Georgia team is this? Is this a Georgia team that can beat up on Patsies, or can <laughs> they actually line up against a good team and go toe-to-toe? I don't know if they can. I don't know if they have the quarterback to do it. I think Michigan's. I think Michigan's more well prepared right now on both sides of the football than Georgia is. So I, I think it's going to be a very close football game. Wow, you used patsies in a in a sentence. Good job there, Kenny. <laughs> All right. I mean, Pat, did I say Patsy Klein? <laughs> no. <laughs> One of the pat. My favorite patsies. All right, Joe Burrow. Let's move on to the NFL. Uh, my God, five hundred twenty-five yards, four touchdowns. Uh, and, you know, Cincinnati with the only team that has a 4,000-yard uh, passer, 2,000-yard receivers, and 1,000-yard rusher. Has Joe Burrow moved himself in the MVP discussion at all? Oh, yeah, I, I believe so. Uh, what a great game he had. Um, and he's having a great year. Uh, but when you start to look at, you know, all the quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes probably still has that slight edge right now over Burrow. His stats are are right there, maybe a little bit better. Um, Joe Burrow actually best passing yards per pass attempt in right. the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo is number two in that category, though, 8.5 yards. <laughs> you know, it's amazing to see Garoppolo up that high. But uh, I think right now I would have to say it's, it's Patrick Mahomes. Um, number one in the MVP, and then maybe Tom Brady. Uh, third would be Joe Burrow. Woo! And we didn't throw Aaron Rodgers in that, huh, Kenny? Yeah. That's a very good. That's a very good point. Maybe I better throw Rodgers in there as well. <laughs> look at it. Look at it, his numbers: uh, thirty-three touchdowns and four interceptions. Um, I, um, let me t- let me take that all back and put Aaron <laughs> Rodgers at the top of the top of the heap. There you go. Yeah, that's there you go. Yeah. that's what we wanted to hear there. All right, Mike. You know what Mike wants to talk about, don't you, Kenny? Well, no, that's not necessarily always the case. But look, a bad, bad loss from the Chargers, and this just really, really muddied this AFC playoff picture up even more. Is there any chance that they're going to overcome a late-season loss, an embarrassing loss at that, to the Texans? Yeah, they, they're probably, yeah. Uh, you know, we've, we've talked about the embarrassment factor all year. I think maybe they do bounce back from that. And it is simply amazing right now with 16 teams, 12 teams are still battling for the last six spots. 12 teams for six spots. This is like a NASCAR race <laughs> around the banks. They're going seven seven wide trying to get home to the finish line. And everybody's beating up on everybody. Uh, the Chargers still have a chance. Yeah, except there's it's not all left turns in the NFL, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> all right. Big win by the Warriors as we switch to the NBA on Christmas Day. Uh, that was just a huge win. Uh, they are really asserting themselves as a top team, but did not Draymond Green go into COVID protocol, Mike? I, I, I believe I saw where he did. 
I think he's the heart and soul of that, that team, Kenny. Uh, with his defense and just the way he rebounds and his passing is phenomenal. That yeah, The Warriors are for real. He does. Draymond Green does so many things. He's one of the best box score stuffers uh, in the NBA. And you're right. He, he is quarantined. He's out uh, tonight uh, versus Denver. Um so, yeah, Golden State played great. Uh, Phoenix, you know, Booker just came back. He was out for a week, and I, I think still trying to get his way back. This Phoenix team is a really good basketball team. Golden State just stepped up and played, I think, one of the best games they could play this year. And they look good. They just played a great game. Yeah, um, yes. I think I think right now, though, I've got Phoenix rated one point better than Golden State. Okay. All right. With that being said, we are the Sports Not Sports Betting Show. Podcast brought to you by Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, I know there's a lot of things going on with, I've seen your seven uh, uh, picks. Uh, You you got the seven pack and and, and a lot of things going on at Kenny White Sports. Tell everybody about that a little bit. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Uh, Yeah, we have a special pick package, seven experts, seven picks, seven different bowl games for $99 right now on the site. Um, and the games start today. So get on there. I think there's one game today, maybe two, uh, the Capper, Cappers have. So if you don't get it today, you still get five games starting tomorrow right. uh, for the rest of the bowl season. So it's a great package. We also still have the com and also the expert picks. Guys are picking basketball and hockey and um, college basketball every day. And uh, the, the, the numbers have been great. The, the win-loss records are tremendous by everybody on the site. That's fantastic. Don't forget Kenny whitesports.com you got to go there folks great site and great people all right let's move on here to some actual betting angles here kenny there are a ton of player props and parlays in the sports books as a matter of fact a lot of these sports books now including DraftKings and FanDuel and, and points bet and barstool are putting out a prop or parlay for you to bet their parlay. Uh, you know, should we beware of these things? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I put together 10 parlays in the NBA on Christmas Day, and I was 0-10. Them parlays are tough, man. Yeah, sometimes they are tough. But to right now in this day and age, Bob, I think you attack it head on because everybody's giving away the store right now because all of these sports books are trying for uh, – uh, their market share, and I've never seen anything like it. These these same game parlays yes. are are a big advantage for the player, and you know correlated parlays has always been the killer to Vegas. That you know you would never want to have a um, correlated parlay and allow a correlated parlay, but now these sports books outside of the state of Nevada are all allowing correlated parlays. Um, the correlations aren't as strong as maybe they would be as if you were to play. Um, play a, a, a team and, and the first half or the second half, that would be a huge correlated parlay because if they were to win the first half or the second half, obviously they're going to win the game. Right. But they're giving you player props with quarterbacks that if they throw two and a half touchdown passes and go over a certain amount of passing yards and they cover the game, you know, those things are, those those add up. Uh, 
Yeah. Teams don't win unless their quarterbacks put up great stats. So if your poor quarterback puts up great stats, you're going to win the game and cover the spread. And it's a nice, very nice correlated parlay. These are all good for the players right now. Right, right. And, you know, they're doing it in, in all sports with the, the SGP. But they're also, <laughs> there's a lot of boosts out there that are, you know, I picked one up with uh, Kamara and uh, and Waddle both to hit 50, uh, uh, Kamara 50 yards rushing and Waddle 50 yards receiving. They both hit. It was like a plus tw- 280. You know, so yeah, see, yep, those those boosts are very good too. Uh, you know, you don't get great limits on them, but you know what, you take what you get. Right, exactly. All right, let's do uh, week seventeen NFL. It's getting down to the nitty gritty, and let's talk about some matchups here. Uh, Kansas City at Cincinnati to start off with. Man, I'm, with the way the Chiefs are playing and their defense coming on, I don't think Cincinnati is going to win the game. But can they cover? Boy, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow, you know, it's hard to come off those type of games. Now, the game that he had against Baltimore, obviously the Baltimore defense is just ravaged by injuries and some COVID stuff. So it's not a very good defense right now. Kansas City's defense is, over the last 10 games, the Chiefs have allowed just a median number of 13 points per game. Uh, this defense has stepped up. I've got them number one in the NFL power ratings right now. Uh, 111 rating, 11 points better than the average team. That being said, though, the, the, the Bengals have now creeped into my top 10 at 104.5 rating. Um, they're only 6.5 points behind the Chiefs. I think you got to give at least one, maybe two points for home field for the Bengals. So I think this number's about right. Okay. But maybe, just maybe, that Cincinnati offense is that good, and they can put up points against the Chiefs. And you know Patrick Mahomes is going to answer back, too. we got to check the weather in Cincinnati. This total at 49, I think, could be a little low. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're probably right there. Speaking of which, there were a bunch of overs over the weekend. Um, the Rams are at Baltimore. I I don't think Baltimore has a chance to win this game. I, I really don't. Not uh, even a snowball's chance? Not even a snowball's <laughs> chance in uh, Tempe. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Kenny? Any chance Baltimore even hangs in this game? Again, yeah, a lot of injuries, but maybe they get some players back this week. Uh, their, their entire secondary may be back. And if they get everybody back in the secondary and they get Lamar Jackson back, um, that would be a big help because Jackson is a five-point upgraded quarterback. So that really hurt their power rating without him. But this Ram team has started to put themselves in position now. You know, I don't know, how many years did we go, Bob, without a team playing their Super Bowl in their home field? Oh, yeah. Seven, 58 years? Right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Can we possibly have it back-to-back years? <laughs> that would be crazy. There's only one thing there, okay? And you know I'm not a, a, a lover of that team. Uh, Crockies. <laughs> that's right. Matthew Stafford is not a Super Bowl quarterback, in my opinion. He's got to step up his game. He has not played very good during this stretch. All right, Miami at Tennessee. Miami's won seven in a row after losing seven in a row. Never happened in the NFL. Um, Tennessee just keeps hanging in there. Uh, Do do they need to be scared of this uh, Miami team? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, Miami hasn't played anybody 
in the, in that seven game winning streak, the only team they played that was any good was Baltimore, and Baltimore wasn't good at that point. Right. Uh, the combined record of those teams was twenty nine and sixty one going into <laughs> last night's game against the Saints. So the Dolphins' strength of schedule was ridiculously easy. Right. But you know what? That that's who was placed in front of them. And they took care of business. And over since week ten, Bob, the top two defenses in the entire NFL are the Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans. Wow. And watching that game last night with Tua Tagovailoa not being able to throw the ball more than 30 yards down the field and a dink and dunk offense, and Tennessee loves to run the football. I'm not sure how anybody scores in this game. I don't know how the total could be 41 right now. I think you'll see this total dropped about 38 and a half at game time. Wow. Wow. Jump on that, baby. (laughs) No Uh, kidding. Now, yeah. Yes. Uh, Philadelphia at the Washington football team. See, Mike, I got it right. (laughs) Yes. Philadelphia, uh, I don't think the Washington football team has a chance. And what am I hearing? That that Heineke uh, or Taylor is not going to play? Oh, very interesting. Uh, he, he looked really sluggish against the Cowboys. This team really fell apart. Uh, that their pass defense has been so bad as of late. Jalen Hurts looks re- looked really good um, in the second half against the Giants, and maybe expect him to kind of continue on. I think that that type of loss is a crushing defeat. That sometimes it's embarrassment, but it also destroys your complete confidence. I'm not sure Washington where their heads are right now, especially at six and nine. Right. It's maybe a team that just quits. Yeah, and yeah. speaking of embarrassment, uh, Denver is playing at the Chargers. They, I, I just can't hardly believe that they're not going to come back and just whip some Denver. But I, that's just my opinion. I, I don't see how they don't do it. They, they got too okay, much yeah. talent. Got to check on Teddy Bridgewater uh, if, if you know his status in the game. It's definitely a three and a point, three and a half point difference between him and Drew Locke. Locke could not move the team whatsoever against the Raiders, and uh, they really struggled on on, on offense. So uh, the Chargers' offense far better, but boy, what happened to the Chargers? What this defense is kind of falling apart. They they were they they've been a sieve the last couple of weeks, and not to be able to not stop Davis Mills. Kind of makes me believe even Drew Locke might be able to move the football against the Chargers. So, uh, <laughs> inter- very interesting game. You got one one over team and one dead under team in that game. So, very hard to tell who's going to take advantage of that game. I think the number's about right, though. The Chargers should be the favorite, obviously. Uh, well, also, you know, Melvin Gordon is going for a thousand yards rushing on the season. Well, he's playing his former team, the Chargers. How how excited would he be to have a big game against his former team? And uh, break a thousand yards rushing for the season. I I don't know that the Chargers are going to whip Denver. I, I think Denver's got something to play for, Bob. Okay. They do have a lot to play for. You and Melvin Gordon will be very excited to go over a thousand yards. All players like to do you know set milestones against former teams. Always, it's always a good feeling. Oh yeah. All right, Minnesota and Green Bay. Does Green Bay have anything to play for now? They've. Uh, I mean, are they going to get this number one seed? Are they are they locked in at that right now? No, they're not. Uh, they they still need. Uh, um, I believe they need at least one more win. Um, okay. Because they have they have several teams right now, one game behind them: uh, Cowboys, Rams, and Buccaneers. Three teams that are one game back, and the the Dallas Cowboys actually have the inside edge. They're nine and one in the conference. So if Green Bay was to lose and Dallas was to win, Dallas gets that bye. Hey, speaking of Dallas, what is their record against the spread now? 
Do we do we have any updates on that? Because at one one time they were undefeated. They're a twelve and three ATS wow. team this year. Yeah, 80 percent cover. Um, number one in the NFL. Green Bay's number two in the NFL at eleven and four this year. Indianapolis and Detroit Lions are both ten and five ATS. Well, yeah. I, I, wow! I took the Cowboys minus eight and a half and was worried that. I, I was giving away too many points. And we said it time and time again, that Lions team is not a bad football team. Yeah, yeah they but play hard for Dan Campbell. Week they in, do. week out, they play hard. Yes, they, they play hard, no doubt. Now, here comes the snoozer, and, you know, I, I guess Baker's not making uh, any commercials this week because he sure was off doing them last week with four interceptions, but he's playing against Ben Roethlisberger, who looked absolutely terrible against Kansas City. Uh, I don't even know what to think about this game, other than the fact that I can't believe that Mike Tomlin is going to go out without a fight. I agree with you. I think this is a a close game. Let me tell you, though, Baker Mayfield may not be a very good quarterback, but this guy's a good actor. That commercial (laughs) he's in with Alice Cooper... I think acting actually is Baker Mayfield could be a really good actor. I think he could. I <laughs> yeah. think he's got I think he's got a career in front of him in the acting business. Well, Absolutely. Really good. Well, definitely well, definitely not in football. football. As a matter of fact, yeah. I I would uh I would be all on board for a Baker Mayfield and Bob commercial, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right. We're ending the show on that, folks. <laughs> That's it. Happy New Year to everybody from Kenny White Sports, KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll be back next week. Go check out the podcast. We'll see you later.